0: Fabulous Ali here aka the law of attraction lover and the law of attraction changed my life and made my dreams come true and allowed me to start living my best life in my 40s So now I'm on a mission to help as many people as possible see that the law of attraction is always working And you can change your life at any age with deliberate creation and wake up happy doing what you love and loving what you do Plus how to turn your passion and your purpose to money in your purse Now let's get started with today's episode, but before I do, don't forget to check out the show notes and grab your free gift if you haven't done so already. So I mentioned in the previous episode, stuff just fell into place once I realised what I was really meant to be doing. Prior to this, I had a vision and had some physical mentors, but they weren't completely aligned with my vision. Maybe because while I could see my vision, I couldn't articulate it properly. Or maybe they can actually understand it from where they were standing at that point in time. I knew I didn't want to coach one-to-one on a full-time basis assistant didn't fill it in with my vision and it was time capped. I didn't want to just use one social media platform or post on my personal Facebook page as I didn't see this as a real business. I saw online courses as a way to sell one-to-many and have money coming in 24-7 and support my vision of location freedom. So I had my vision and I felt 100% inside it was possible, but I wasn't sure 100% how to implement it, and I didn't seem to be getting any closer. Then a happy accident happened during my morning routine. Or was it? I believe it was the universe conspiring to make it happen. I accidentally tapped on an advert on YouTube as I was coming out of watching a personal development video as part of my morning routine, and it was with Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi. Now, I think these guys are amazing, so I just felt a pull in my gut that I was going to get some gold out of this. So I signed up for the challenge, which actually started that day. Tony said something I'd heard before, but but this time he said it in a way that made sense to me and made me see where I was going wrong. He said success leaves clues. He also said that if you see somebody doing something you would like to do, seek them out to mentor you or model them. But that's not what I was doing. I was just seeking out people that seemed more successful than me. Also during this challenge, there was some training by Russell Brunson. So Russell had crossed my path a couple times, but now I was totally geeking out on him because of this challenge. I find him fascinating and his excited, passionate delivery, um, fast paced delivery, I absolutely love. He spoke about Funnel Fridays and something called OFA. I didn't even understand what he was talking about, but I just wanted to know. Then a sequence of events happened and I followed Inspired Action and I joined OFA. If you want to know more about what OFA is, or One Funnel Away Challenge, and how it can help you, I've put a link in the show notes. I went into it for the purpose of learning how to market my online courses I was creating and help my brick and mortar business in the quiet season after Christmas chaos, as it were. But I wasn't expecting two massive epiphanies that changed my life. What usually happens around these times when I get epiphanies? is the universe turns things upside down and some unpleasant things happen including my brick and mortar business being vandalised on my first day off for weeks and my only opportunity to get Christmas gifts for my loved ones because I was always too busy creating bespoke Christmas gifts for other people's loved ones then a major light bulb due, during OFA I have been in a product based network marketing company in the past but I wasn't aligned with the way of selling suggested But now I could see how network marketing products could be sold via sales funnels to people who actually wanted the products and this would support my vision of an online location-free business. As if validation the next training was a bonus and I'm the type of person that consumes everything in a training course in case I miss something vitally important. The training was how to use sales funnels for direct selling MLM, MLM or network marketing companies. You couldn't write it. Now, I'm fully aware that these types of businesses get some people's eyes rolling because of what they've heard from other people, mostly due to the types of sales methods I mentioned I wasn't aligned to. But I know if you treat it like a business and not a get rich scheme, they are absolutely incredible opportunities to build location, time and financial freedom for people and an excellent model for the b side of the cash flow quadrant. I was even more excited now, but the trainer said before you run off to join one, wait make sure it has this criteria. I instantly paused the video and grabbed my journal and then restarted it again and created a bullet pointed list of their advice. Why do I tell you this? Because I want to show you when you're in alignment with the universe, hard work is not necessary. What happened next is for me, purely miraculous. I knew from B-School the importance of an email list and the vulnerability of one platform. But I really never knew the full potential of multiple platforms. I just knew intuitively it was the way for me. OFA gave me the answer I'd been looking for. Since my epiphany, I've just come into contact with social media omnipresence mentors, plus some true gold about creating a totally free freedom creating business model and much, much more so all the dots lined up once i said stuff once stuff fell into place once i knew what i needed to be doing and now i know my ideal person and that i'm here to serve as part of my mission i have a broad niche a micro niche a macro niche and a nano niche and i'm on a mission to change the way network marketing is looked at and used but that's just one facet of my vision Oh yeah, because after setting my intention to create sales funnels for network marketing products and listing the attributes suggested, I decided in the new year I would seek out the perfect opportunity. But I didn't even have to look because it found me between Christmas and New Year. I saw synchronicity after synchronicity line up and I believe it was because I had absolute clarity on what I wanted thanks to that list and I was excited and motivated so my vibration was high. But as i decided to postpone my search into the new year as the time of year it was wasn't appropriate i had inadvertently surrendered to the universe and allowed it to work its magic surrender is a massive thing for me which you'll find out about in the future and now i want to help people as many people as possible use social media platforms and marketing to share their passion and their purpose and make it money in their purse so they can truly wake up happy. But at the time of using, um, but as well as using the law of attraction and deliberate creating and teaching what the four levels of consciousness are and how to retrain your brain to break old limiting beliefs and habits that can actually hinder our process. So how are you going to do that? Maybe You may be thinking omnipresence. So embrace it. Be an early adopter and eventually you will find the perfect platforms for you and your message and your style of delivery. When something new comes up, just jump on it ASCP and test it out. Just have fun with it. Plus, I personally felt for a long time it's leaving yourself very vulnerable, as I've said, just predominantly using one specific platform to build a business on, where savvy people use multiple avenues. I know some people in my network have not been totally on board with this, shall I say. <laughs> Case in point, when Facebook had a glitch and because it's owns Instagram and WhatsApp, it had a knock-on effect on these platforms. I believe my feelings of th- for this became adopted in me by Marie Fordier, my first proper mentor. Marie expressed the importance of having an email list and traffic that you own. Despite, because of these new platforms coming, uh, people do say, Some sorry, I'll say that again, but because of all these new platforms, some people say the email is dead. These terms actually make me feel a little uncomfortable now but I appreciate the sentiment and I'll explain if you're not familiar with the terms why I feel uncomfortable. So the word traffic is commonly used in business as the people that come across your business or products and services that you are offering to sell. Like if you had a brick and mortar business and someone was driving past hence traffic and you would want to create a compelling reason for them to stop and come in and see your business and what you had to offer and then purchase from you. But let's be honest, if you're listening to this, you are interested in what I have been saying so far and know I'm on a mission to help people use their passion to create a business they love that creates an income to allow them to have a lifestyle they love. So words like traffic are going to be familiar to you and you will indeed need traffic to survive. But I don't like referring to clients or potential clients as traffic. They are human beings with loves, hates, problems, feelings. Pains, family and loved ones, and I would rather think of them like this, as people who I am here to serve and build relationships with, and ultimately as exactly that, people, not hunks of metal. That could be from acquiring the world's best collagen drink, I think, in my eyes, or to help them feel healthier and even more beautiful, or serving them to learn what their passion is and how they can turn it into a real business in the easiest way possible and owning them, again, a term that makes me feel icky. Nobody wants to be owned, right? We are here for freedom, the Freedom Empire Builders. Well, what that means is on social media, who sees what you have to offer free or paid, or commonly known as content, is at the mercy of the platform owner. And since I have learned about this and something else called reach, I have seen it fluctuate, even in the case of one of the legendary platforms I mentioned before many people are discussing the massive nosedive in reach and as Mr Brunson I mentioned earlier earlier also predicted and why I resonated with him to learn alternative methods. However I also feel that can be open to interpretation. A bit like the famous quote the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. If enough people hold a thought it has the power to affect reality or outcome but you can still be immune to this. That's why I add a little bit of LOL into it. If you take responsibility of it, I have heard uh, people talk about the dreaded algorithm and then six months later say algorithm smalgorithm. That's why I think we need to be a bit more flexible and trust our gut. I believe we create our own reality. And if we believe a certain thing is real for us, we emit that frequency. And so it is. But that can be negative and positive. At the beginning of the global pandemic, I read that most of the richest people in the world became so in the depression of the 1930s. Not out of greed, but by default almost, they saw a need and wanted to serve people. And then success came as a byproduct. And then they built successful businesses off of that. And I heard literally yesterday the more millionaires and billionaires were made in the pandemic than any other time in history. So obviously more than in the um, depression of the 30s. If that news creates a negative feeling, i.e. anger, then this is probably the wrong podcast for you. Or maybe you need to hang around for future episodes on money mindset, or join my LOA club, or the Law of Attraction Lovers Club, where money mindset is a part of ongoing training. But I understand, because for the longest time, this was the hardest area of development for me. And I thought I wouldn't be ever able to crack this one because I had so much subconscious poor money mindset instilled in me. And I still hear it from one source on an almost daily basis. And I realise now it's futile to change that person now. But I just put up my energy bubble to protect myself. Stay tuned for another day to fully understand what on earth I'm on about. For a long time, I believed I should only post on one platform once a day. And I shouldn't follow more people than follow you and you should post every day if you want success and consistency. I do believe these were things I took on board from other people again that I thought were more successful for me. And then I started to create my own reality and test things out for myself. But I did for a long time believe that this was true. And then one day I didn't see much success from it. So I just decided to try things out like free posting three times a day from that platform. And then my audience increased. <laughs> So, but i do believe consistency is the key because i um, sorry why i do believe consistency is the key is because if you don't get into habit of doing something in a certain way eventually atrophy will set in and you'll go back to possibly old ineffective ways and not achieve the goals you set out for but i'm vehemently against things like that 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 create a negative energy or such guilt in anybody if they don't achieve them because This is a seriously negative energy that will block positive results. That is probably the most apparently opposing feeling I have in my reality. If you are led to believe something and then inadvertently do the opposite or don't achieve the advised task, because as life always does, we set out with one intention and then it throws us curveballs and we don't achieve that or what was suggested, then when guilt sets in and you might as well say you just shut yourself off to the universe. However, I do see the intent behind owned traffic, despite really not being aligned with this term. The term owning traffic relates to, let's say, an audience of people who relate to you and have uh, actively sought you out. And you maybe have purchased a product or service from you or accessed a free piece of content. And then they've subscribed to your email list. Remember earlier when people are saying, do this, do that, the the new bright shiny coin and saying email lists are dead. But email lists are the content that you can post to and post what you want and you're not at the mercy of things like the social media platforms going down. Because you are the owner of the email list, you can then speak to that audience whenever you want, just the way you want, with a piece of news or content in your life they might find useful, or a new product or a service you have coming out, a special offer they might find useful, or a YouTube YouTube video or a podcast episode that's just been released or that's coming out. And then it's up to them to decide if they want to take advantage of that or that piece of content or information or even open the email at all and of course they can be free to subscribe at any time even if a platform went down no problem your business can still go on operating and indeed growing if you follow my methods or advice you are literally omnipresent and not at the mercy of one particular platform or person and talking of platforms and omnipresence I mentioned earlier, I never felt aligned to just using one platform and I felt it was beneficial to work across several, but I wasn't using the word omnipresence then. I also felt this was the key to work smarter, not harder, but me, mentioned this always, uh, wasn't always embraced. I also saw people, for instance, in network marketing space, burning brightly and then fizzling out and then joining another opportunity and rinse and repeat because they were only focusing on selling their products and services in a red ocean. While I felt the key was to build a strong foundation, I wanted to build a business for life around things I loved. Even when I was still in the E-Employed sector of the cash flow quadrant, I noticed how employed people talked longingly of their retirement, while business people didn't appear to retire. I wanted a life I didn't want to retire from. My vision was multifaceted. Again, before I could truly articulate it, I knew how to implement it. (laughs) Sorry, even before I knew how to truly articulate it or implement it. Also, whilst going through my learning experience with the Divine Miss F, it brought me in front of the Blue Ocean strategy that explains the difference between a Blue Ocean and a Red Ocean. The words niche and brand and the term ICA or ideal client avatar. Also, it became part of my vocabulary for the first time. I adopted the blue ocean approach in my first business, and it certainly seemed to work, judged by the things my client said about standing out from my competitors. So I was in the blue ocean rather than the red one. More recently, I've become more inclined to think of a blue ocean niche and brand as us. We are our own blue ocean. Our unique personality is our brand and our niche. That's purely what just makes us tick, what lights us up, what we are most passionate about. You may have heard the term social media empire or they Oh, they have a social media empire. That term may scare you at this point or overwhelm you. If I said, I believe that's an approach we need to prepare to adopt and we need to use multiple platforms to build a successful location free passion based business. Let me put it another way. If it does overwhelm you. If I said think of something that you are so passionate about, you could geek out for hours, stay up late watching programs and documentaries, reading books, magazines, articles, blogs, scrolling through social media sites on this topic, creating boards on Pinterest about it. You could talk about it to your friends and family about it for hours and never get bored. Your friends and family might get bored, but you wouldn't. And just hearing this makes you think of something that you actually get really excited about right now. You could see yourself doing that's your niche. Your way of expressing it as you would to your friends and family is different from anyone else on the planet, even if there are millions of people also passionate about that same thing. And unlike your friends and family who don't share your joy, these people would love to hear about you talk about it. That's your blue ocean, that's your own unique brand, how you articulate it and how you express it yourself. And, I'm 100% guarantee there are other people amongst the 7 billion plus and growing on the planet that's also love the same thing you are passionate about. And those people who get you and want to share in that joy are on the, of the subjects or subject. However, there are some that their level of skills and expertise on this subject is not as, as knowledgeable as yours. And I believe it's your divine purpose on this planet to share your skills with them so they can implement them, so they can have more fulfilling and happier lives. They are your ideal clients, and they would want to pay you to teach them how to do more of it in a better way. If you think of it like that, does it seem so overwhelming or impossible now? Ah, yeah, but social media scares me. Do you have a Facebook page or an Instagram account? There was a time that none of these things existed for any of us, but we learnt them. Chances are you already have more than one or two. What do you choose to post on there? Who do you connect with? What groups do you spend your time in? Chances are these are your these places feel familiar to you. These people are your tribe. That's all you're doing. You're just casting your net wider to grow a bigger tribe of people, like-minded people. And here's something to think about. Les Brown or maybe Jim Rohn, I have so many virtual mentors I lose track, say dig your ditches now. If you were living in a desert and there was a drought and you needed to capture water, you would dig your ditches before it rained. Not when it started raining or you'd miss capturing the majority of the rain. What's your point, Allie? Start digging your ditches now with social media. Because you want to know something? In the beginning, nobody be listening? Nobody will follow you while you hone your skills and get comfortable with the platforms. That's why I say just try them out. Be open to being an early adopter, play with them, have fun. Don't think of it as overwhelming and creating a social media empire. Just change your brainwaves to just start embracing everything that comes out. Work quietly to achieve loudly was an amazing quote I heard the other day. And the more you step out of your comfort zone, the sooner the thing or action you will take will become your new comfort zone. And you will literally be building new new neural pathways in your brain that stops it being scary. And as your confidence grows and sharing your passion feels comfortable, I reckon sooner or later you'll be obligated to share your message and you will feel excited to share your new findings and start attracting more to your tribe. In my onboarding strategy for people who become part of my network marketing team and become part of the Freedom Empire Builders, In my email sequence to help them get on the right footing, I share a video by Russell Brunson that basically evidences the outcome of what happens if you dig your stitches first and be consistent with posting content. While I advocate being an early adopter and trying everything out during this time, you will find what your preferred methods of communicating are, but it won't happen if you just don't embrace anything unfamiliar. It may be blogging, it may be YouTube videos, it may be podcasting, And it's possible to create one piece of this content and actually turn it one into three. That's omnipresence, baby. And that's the type of creator economy, social media empire, styly way of operating that creates freedom. Before I wrap up, I just want to leave you with these thoughts. KSI, the rapper, booked a venue in Germany and had hardly anyone turn up, in his own words. He said he could have felt defeated and said, that's it, I'm no good, I'm giving up. But in his mind, he saw success. He saw, I can't remember the exact number, say 25 in a venue that seated 350. He saw 25 and thought, amazing, 25 people turned up. Next time it will be more. He relayed this story while being interviewed about his up and coming sold out Wembley Arena gigs. I bet he leveraged the social media to get to this point. Wink, wink. I know have been situations where I have saw failure instead of success and given up because I before I thought because I needed to be perfect or get better. And on that subject, think about this. Dan Kennedy says it's the value you give to someone, not the wrapper it's in. In my law of attraction lovers club, there is a training I call forget about the fluffs. By the way if you want to know more about the law of attraction lovers club or how to become part of the freedom empire builders where i coach my team to exactly what i'm doing and learning i put the details in the show notes i heard him say this when he was talking about a book called in search of excellence he said most of the businesses in that book were now bankrupt and he said he believed the commonality between his business was highly likely they spent too much time in search of excellence and not enough time on the business or I'm guessing marketing the business. I truly believe we have never been in a better time in history to market our unique gifts and talents and what makes us us, using the internet and create a business from it. The global pandemic has made people think about the message I was trying to share in my university files in 1999, but nobody was getting it then. I was trying to advocate taking time out in our busy lives just to appreciate and be grateful for the abundance around us and take some time to do what we love As I was concerned about everybody rushing around and the stress levels. And the stress levels that was creating that life was too short and we don't want to get to the end of our lives, realising it was a wasted life because we never took time to appreciate it right at the beginning. Sorry. So right at the beginning of the pandemic, I had this conversation with someone. Wasn't it weird how it was like the universe was saying, OK, I've tried everything else. Uh, Will this make you sit up and take notice and evaluate what's important? And how weird for us, anyway, in the UK, that we had unusually beautiful weather for weeks on end and people were spending time with their loved ones, going out for the allocated walks and baking and spending time gardening, doing DIY, reigniting a love for an old hobby or even finding new hobbies and passions. And I've lost count of how many people who I've spoken to after returning to their jobs thought, you know what, this is not worth it. They've changed their jobs or they left their jobs for a better quality of life or started their own businesses, etc. So lastly, I'll leave you with this to think about. Years ago, before my life is where it is today, I loved and still do Billy Connolly and Russell Brand. And I saw both in their stand-ups talking to huge audiences about something that stuck with me. They were speaking of a time in school that they were reprimanded for talking too much, bad reports, etc. Teachers telling them they wouldn't amount to anything, etc, etc. And the crowd started saying, oh, and then both of them said, don't be silly, I'm fucking loaded from it. (laughs) What you were criticized for at school, there may lay in the secret of your purpose. And excuse my potty mouth again, but where you could be fucking loaded from it. (laughs) So... That's the end of my series in um, experience I will be popping more videos of all the subjects to do with um, the areas that I'm passionate about. Uh, But if you found anything of what I've said today, useful or insightful or created a light bulb, I would love to know about it. Depending on where you're hearing this from, I would love for you to drop a comment or go onto social media and say hi. And if you're on Instagram, drop me a message with the word morning and I will get you your free freedom morning making routine over to you ASAP but please don't forget to follow my profile and hit the little notifications bell bell and make everything go blue or even drop me an email and let me know anything insightful or how law of attraction has impacted your own life if you drop me an email check out the link in the show notes for the freedom making routine and that's the easiest way to drop me an email and claim your morning routine at the same time and I would really appreciate it if you love this information that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode or if you feel um, inclined, leave me a review to share and share it to as many people as possible so that they can wake up happy feeling fab, and thanks to the power of Law of Attraction. Once a week I will pick out a review and read it out on the next episode, and whoever uh, gets read out will get a free signed copy of Smashing Through the Glass Ceiling, which I'm a co-author on. It's a book about desperation to transformation, so you can see, if we can, you can. One last thing, if you really love this and would like more information about law of attraction and tips, how to start your own location free passion based businesses, then check out the show notes where I talk. There's links in there for the Law of Attraction Lovers Club and um, your passion finder tool um, to show you how you can monetize the creator economy. And like I said, if I've overwhelmed you a little bit with this episode and you're not sure what it is, don't worry because I can teach you and show you how you can start turning your business and it's quick as a weekend on a zero zero budget again all those links are in the show notes so until next time have an awesomely attractive day week month try for now lovely beautiful listener here's the feeling fab over 40 and building freedom empires together